0: You're listening to Say Yes to Travel with your host, Sarah Dandashi.
1: Well, welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel, where we've been talking to a travel industry professionals from all around the world and in different verticals of the industry, hearing about what they're working on now, what we can expect in the future. And today's conversation is going to be really exciting because uh there's been this new renovation that's been going on uh kind of right right underneath our noses and really excited to hear a bit more about what's been happening i've got on today caroline stone who is the palm beach assistant town manager as well as mike horn who is the palm beach marina dockmaster really exciting about what they've been working on a recent um renovation and reopening. And without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring them on so that uh, we can just go ahead and dive into the conversation. So first of all, welcome, Caroline and Mike.
2: Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're thrilled to talk about our new project. I
1: know. This is so exciting. Well, I mean, first of all, you know, for for reference, you know, you are, uh, we are talking about the Palm Beach Marina and Recently, has def- it's gone through this whole renovation, um, and I hear that it's going to be the official reopening is November 1st, uh, so this is the Palm Beach Super Yacht Marina, I take it, um, but for for just a bit of an introduction, so that everybody that's listening and tuning in, could you share a bit more about yourselves, respectively? What bit of your background, and then what sort of led you to today's current role and your involvement um, in the Palm Beach Marina. Sure.
2: Great. Thanks so much for the opportunity. I'll kick us off and then Mike will jump in. Mike is really the seasoned one in this. He's, he's been here longer than I have, but, but I was recruited specifically, um, initially as the director of business development for the town. And that was to oversee any of the town's operations that involved revenue, not related to tax dollars, right? So cities, you know, generate revenue from other sources. And for us, that one of the projects is the town of Palm Beach Marina. Which was when I got here was, um, basically not under, and we really don't even call it a, a renovation. It's, it's a re, it's a almost a brand new reconstruction project. We, and Mike can talk more about that, but it really is, we ripped everything out and started from scratch and rebuilt a brand new marina. So that's why I was brought in was to kind of help oversee, um, the project. We have a great project team, um, with consultants and marine experts along with our public work staff. So my job and Mike's job is to, Bring in customers and get our and get you know bring people back to the town of Palm Beach Marina and it obviously is just so tremendously upgraded. So that's my role. I came in and I, that's just the Marina is one piece of my portfolio, but it's all of Mike's portfolio and he's the face of the place. So Mike, if you want to jump in,
0: yeah, no worries. Thank you. Um, well, I've been with the town for a little over eight years now, and when I came to the uh, town Marina. It was actually, called the town docks, and it was in desperate need of repair or not even repair, it needed to be ripped down and started over. So that's what we did. We went through an entire RFP process and a design process, and we uh we actually shut down May of 2020, May 1st of 2020. And the renovation is almost complete right now, and it's a brand new facility. It's great with upgraded docks, shore powers, or updated shore power. The seawall has been redone and everyone that comes by to take a look at it is certainly impressed with it, especially from what was there in the past.
1: Yeah, no, I'm sure. So what, what's your actual, like, how long have you been working with the Palm Beach Marina and or just even in, in your role just in general?
0: When I first graduated from college, I started in the marine industry as a dock attendant down in Fort Lauderdale. And I've just, it's been uh, about 24 years now that I've been doing this, that I've worked in a marina, in the marine environment. And I've been with the town for about eight and a half years now. And uh I was I had a similar position down in down south in Broward County. But when the opportunity came along to come up to Palm Beach, I jumped I jumped on it.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, and understandably so, I mean, it it seems obviously like it's such, it's so exciting and also historic, which actually kind of brings me to my next next question. So the Palm Beach Marina has been uh, from what I, what I understood and read. So correct me if I'm incorrect, but it's been the only public Marina on the Island of Palm Beach since the 1940s, which is pretty amazing. Can can you share a little bit about the history of it uh, that you guys are aware of?
0: Australian and Brazilian dock were, were those were originally put in 1945, and I have it written down here. The Peruvian dock was built in 1961. Uh-huh. So, and there was history. I read a story at one point that there was uh, the the original dock went in, and at that point, it was just uh, they had one dock because residents wanted to have access because everyone didn't live on the water to be able to get to their boats. And there was also a seaplane ramp that was right there at the at the marina. Which, uh, if you find old maps, old aerials, you can actually see kind of where they would bring the, the sea, bring the seaplanes up on land there.
1: Oh wow, fascinating! Yep.
0: Very fascinating.
1: It's, it's cool. So it's always obviously had like a pretty pretty special role within within the community.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely, very cool. Yeah, and it has
2: a very and and that's part of what has informed this new this the new construction is. It's got a lot of charm, and it's and it's in a neighborhood. And it's literally right in Midtown, and there's plenty of houses and and condominiums right nearby. And there's a beautiful park that we just renovated as well. And we also were able to put in some resiliency efforts because we had to redo 1,500 feet of the seawall. So we're very cognizant, obviously being a barrier island, that anytime we have a project that we can include resiliency in, we take advantage of that. So it's like yeah, it's the great it's the town docks. Now we don't refer to them as docks anymore. I mean they are floating docks, but now it's the town Mm -hmm. marina. But that's yeah. It has a long history and heritage, and this is a, you know a, a very a boating community for sure. There's many people here. Um, a lot of our folks that are in our marina are residents, and at least for part of the year. So yeah, it's, it has a long history. People are very sentimental about their town docks.
0: They certainly are.
1: I'm sure. Which which actually okay. So I know that you were you were sort of mentioning um, before that the the renovation started in May of 2020. Where was this? Um, sort of like in the works planning to happen anyway, or was it because of the nature of what was happening in 2020? What was the reason for maybe renovating now?
2: Yeah, it was, that's a great question. So um, in 2018, the town council, basically it came to their attention that these things need to be, it's to the point you're like, we're not going to keep repairing them, right? These These are wooden structured docks. We're not going to repair them. Something needs to be done so they brought in and did a business plan and had a consulting study done to say you know is is there really a need and and the council decided yes there is so there's plenty of planning that goes in for a project of this size right so it took a little bit over a year and then it's a great question because you know yeah obviously some stuff was going on may 1st of 2020 right in our lives and we did get um quite a few because this is a public process right it's this this is to your point it's the only marina in town and you know that's owned by the town itself. So it, it's a public process. The residents have a lot of say, right? And our council is ultimately the owners of this. So there was a lot of um, questions coming in and, and we, you know, March 2020 hit and we were well about ready. We were signing our contract. As, Mark, as uh, Mike mentioned, we did an RFP. So we were signing all of our contracts and and some residents were like, no, you you can't have construction going on. Like there's a pandemic, but the uh, construction was considered an essential business and service and I I answered the phone a million times a day telling people it would be fine that the workers would be working outside they would be properly masked and socially distanced and we started on time on May 1st 2020 wow um, and have kept the project literally through the entire you know pandemic and obviously weather's another piece that can really you know where we live right we, we pay very close attention to tropical storms and hurricanes and things so yeah so we were all tracking all of that. But yeah, so we we started. And there was obviously people who were super concerned about the economy, right? So where we are setting rates and, and coming up with our business plan, and then Mike and I spent quite a bit of time going back and looking at our rates and doing a lot of market research to say, is there still going to be a need based on what we just saw happen in the economy in the past couple months, right? Where are we going to go? You don't have a crystal ball. I mean, you know how much it impacted travel, but what happened to tra- marine tra- Thumbs up on marinas, right? Golf courses, tennis centers, which is good for me because that's all under my uh, portfolio. <laughs> so, of but we kept, but we kept at it, and we just said no. Like, there's going to be a need, and people are going to need some place, and we're really glad we did. Now, yeah, yeah. Well, of now course, very proud, right? So, it's a good question because yes, obviously there was some serious stuff going on in May of
0: 2020. And there's there's no doubt it's the right choice because we're currently, I believe, at 85 percent or 86 percent occupancy with deposits for the 2022 season. And these are all slips that are 125 foot and under have deposits on them. And there's 130s and, you know, we take up to 296 feet. Um, and that even has a deposit on it.
1: Wow. Well, and but again, it just goes to show you that, you know, it's, it was kind of like the timing was – by chance happened to be perfectly timed, but then to continue on with it, it really was the best use of the time as people were kind of figuring things out. And, you know, you, you certainly addressed it well. And now exactly as we've all seen, yes, there might've been that dip or that lull in travel, so to speak, but now everybody's, they want to be out there. They want to be doing outdoor activities. They want to be on boats. They want to get that fresh uh, sea air. So I I think it really ended up being uh, totally worked in your favor by chance um so to speak. So uh would actually w- want to hear a bit from both of you because I'm sure you both have different um there are a lot of new features, I'm sure, because it really is in essence I love this sort of new construction. But what are some of the newest features that you both are excited about?
0: I'll start on that one. The um uh, so in, in the old facility we did not have adequate shore power and it was coming to a point where we were losing boats; they, they wouldn't stay with us long term because we didn't have enough shore power for them. It's just these yachts; they take they require more and more power to keep them going. When they come to back to town, they want to be able to plug in and run everything, and keep the all the AC chillers at seventy degrees, run the refrigerators and everything else all at one time. So the biggest upgrade I think is not only just the floating docks, which are nice, but the the amount of shore power that'll be available. There's just a much, there's much greater variety out there, which Means we can uh, accommodate more boats.
1: Yeah, no, that's a, a very exciting, of course,
2: and I, I'm I'm very excited, and I think Mike's excited about this one too. I'm very excited because we are doing a state of the art access control system for gate access on each dock. So each of the four docks has actually a gate. You know, so that basically people can't just go walk out onto the docks unless they're supposed to be out there. And also our parking lots. We've never had secured parking. And again, as I mentioned, this is in a residential neighborhood. So it's all very tastefully designed. There's beautiful landscaping. It's a very private looking environment, but our um, customers are going to be able to actually have an app on their phone that is being branded with the town of Palm Beach logo. And the name is Palm Pass. You have the town, town of Palm Beach in the palm of your hand. And that will work on Bluetooth. So when you pull up to the gate, You'll be able to the gate will go up for you or you just hold your phone to the gate plate that's up um, near the gate access for each of the docks. And then that way, for access control, for the purposes of a marina staff, they know exactly who's supposed to be in there, who's not supposed to be in there. If we have um, transient leases, which that's one of our we have this annual seasonal and transient leases when those folks go ahead and depart, just like when you stay at a hotel, right? They deactivate your credential, Um, Before, you know, we used to, we didn't have that. So this is a a much better. We also have a very intricate camera system as well. So it's going to provide security, also avoid nuisance parking, because, you know, Palm Beach is a destination location, like so like anywhere that is, you know, parking is always really hard. And our customers are, you know, expect to have their parking available to them when they come into the lot. So this will help us manage that. And it's all done through the cloud and through apps. And for a municipality, I'm really proud of that, even the way Mike is issuing his leases and his contracts now. It's all done online. No more, you know, paper trails. People can upload everything. So we are finally moved into the, you know.
1: (laughs) The digital era.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we are. And ahead of many marinas. I mean, we, you know, we go to visit these marinas and such. And we visit a lot of really nice marinas. And we said, okay, well, we're Palm Beach. You want to do one better. So we're doing it.
1: It's so exciting. That's great. So I know you're kind of t- you touched on it a bit, you know, with the features that you're excited about, and certainly the security element, um, you know, with the Palm Pass and, and all of that. Um, but what are some other changes that maybe visitors and locals can expect? I know that there's the new Royal Palm Dock. There's a new layout. Can you talk us through a bit of that?
0: Yeah. The uh, the so we do have the additional. In the old facility, there was only three docks. There was the Brazilian, Australian, and Peruvian, which they're actually named to the streets that they're, they're adjacent to. The fourth dock is the uh, Royal Palm Dock, and it can accommodate all different types of boats because it has all different types of shore power. It'll be for tenders. It'll be for transient dockage. We'll have a couple of leases on there. So it, it it's a marginal side tie, so you can actually put multiple boats out there. And then the same thing with the, uh, with the the uh, with the regular slips. They're uh, obviously the floating docks again, the shore power, and they're they're just bigger slips, bigger finger piers. People, they're really going to like them. You know, the whole design is really, really well thought out as far as the turning areas in between the docks. There's, you know, there's, it's obviously sufficient. Um, And it's, when you take a look at that overlay and you see that we're putting 200 foot boats into inside slips, that's pretty impressive as you walked on the dock, even in the old facility, when you had 150 foot on the inside, that was like, wow, this is big, but there's going to be a couple 200 footers. There's going to be six, 200 foot boats that are in, in wow. interior slips.
1: Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So that is so interesting. So that, so, because so basically, and cause I think that this was some of the, the actual like footage that, I, or the details that I read. Um, basically the Palm the Palm Marina can welcome vessels from sixty to two hundred and ninety-four feet. I mean, obviously that's significantly more than before. I mean, it's uh can for those that may not be aware, I mean, it's more than just the space, right? I mean, I guess it's also like the the shore power as well. What what else kind of like goes into that?
0: So out on the docks, so there will also be there's Wi Fi available. They have uh um, wastewater removal at each slip. So there's utility pedestals and everything's right right there for the, for them. Um and when it says like the uh that Palmway dock, you're not going to put a 294 foot out there. So there's certain areas like the way the docks laid out, there's that marginal side tie dock, which is uh 240 feet on each side. And then our next slip size, it's the actual slip is 60 feet. Then they go all the way up to the 294 foot slip.
2: Wow. And we have um, a lot of slips. We don't really have that many smaller slips. We would have liked to have done more. When I say smaller, that sounds insulting. You don't somebody that has a sixty or seventy foot boat, you shouldn't call their boat smaller. But no, yeah, it's so yeah, so it's it's hard, right? You're like, oh god, we don't because we'll get a lot of inquiries for that. But um, but what's fascinating about the design is that we've got these really big interior slips and the turning radius that's permissible there that they can get in, you know, one and a half times. That's really remarkable. Um, for a marina that's you know right off the channel, close to the bridge, there's no, you know, it's really fascinating the, the engineering design that the team did.
1: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's and
2: dredging. It's- we dredged a lot. We had
1: dredged that's true
0: too. We dredged that, a lot. Pro- that was actually the biggest part of the project. The biggest time frame was the dredging. They de- they came in. They demoed. That was done in no time at all. And they they just finished dredging, like about a week ago.
2: Yeah. Oh, and, wow. we made an, and we made an island. We made an environmental island a mile south of us. How cool is yeah. that yeah. for the that's county? So cool. so we partnered with Palm Beach County and they created this. It's called Tarpon Cove, right, Mike? Tarpon yep, Cove? Yep, that's correct. And um, it's like a little estuary island. So the fill, right, as you're digging these, digging out, gets on a barge and the barge traveled a mile south, unloaded it with a, you know, crane into the, and then they create these islands and they're really good to help clean the, uh keep the intercoastal waterway
1: clean.
0: Yeah, they've created habitats for all the fish and the crabs and the birds and everything.
1: Oh, that's great! That's so that's that's really exciting that you're able to um, basically have that as well. You know that it's kind of like part of the the project, but it also adds to you know the local environment as well. Yep. Right. Is that is that um forgive me for asking but is that would that actually be an island that anybody would go to or is it more of like it's there and it's more for kind of creating a sanctuary for the different you know animals and
0: it's a habitat no one's going to pull up on it and like it's actually made so you can't pull up onto it they put rocks around it and eventually trees will start growing on it it's really you know just to create a habitat down there
1: no, that that's really cool. That's I love that that you guys were also able to to include that. Certainly impressive. So, um, well, aside from the grand reopening on November first, uh, are there other projects that are that you all are sort of in the works that people can look forward to? Um, share a bit more of that.
2: Yeah, so we're doing what's uh, kind of a soft opening November first because our um, seasonal leases will start can start coming in then. We're doing our ribbon cutting and dedication ceremony with our elected officials because our elected officials are, uh, you know, we want to thank all of our partners as well because we had Florida Inland Navigational District received some grant money. We've, you know, we've got a lot of partners in this. Want to thank everybody properly and do a nice ribbon cutting, and that's going to be the 9th of December. And then season really starts in Palm Beach right after uh, the holidays, so it's a busy place from January to April. So, um, yeah, we're not, we're, you know, we're looking forward to getting folks in there, and we're a little bit. Um, it's a place to be, right? But we're a little on the lower key side, but we're going to do a nice welcome party for our owners and, and crew and such um, a little later in the season, probably near, probably right after the Palm Beach Boat Show, which will be the end of March.
1: Yep. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Yeah.
2: So exciting. Yeah. So we're excited. We're, we're, we're really, you know, it's, this has been a long time coming for the town. It was nearly a $40 million project. I think our our customers, our crew, and our us uh, in particular are going to be happy Um, cause although it's not a traditional Marina in that there's like a fitness center and, you know, but you're in the heart of Palm beach, you can walk to the ocean easily. It's within four blocks. It's within two blocks of our, um, Mandel recreation center, which has a fitness center and tennis centers. They can go to the par three golf course, which is in a, we're literally a world top five par three golf course, um, rated by golf digest that they'll have access to. So it's kind of cool. It's like the amenity is the Island, right? So yeah, it's going to be really great.
1: That's so exciting that I mean, well, uh, this has been such a cool conversation to hear a bit of what you guys have been working on, you know, but before we wrap up any other, whether it's cool features or different things that you wanted to share that maybe we didn't touch on.
0: I think we've touched on everything. The uh, The entire pro- people that have not been paying attention when they come back to season or if they haven't been, you know, because we, we have monthly meetings where they can see updates, of pictures and stuff if they haven't been paying attention to it. They're going to be absolutely blown away by it. Like I am, I'm there every day, and I'm like, I can't believe that this is actually here. And you walk out there, and you you can envision it when it's you know when it's going to be open. Um, it's been a great project. Great project. I'm glad I've been part of the experience.
2: We feel like our marina. You know, our tagline is anchored in the heart of Palm Beach, and we feel like that this marina really anchors the town. It's a great community asset um, for our residents and visitors alike, and um, certainly, you know, one of the very finest in the world. And in- as the town of Palm Beach, we're you know we're very pleased to have some such an outstanding, iconic, truly, uh, you know, tapping you know a tip of the cap to the legacy that the town docks was for this island for many many years, but also excited for the future about being this global destination for the super yacht community. Um, just it's just kind of the best of both worlds, so we're really excited. It really,
1: it really is exciting. That's great. Well, um, for those viewer listeners and viewers that might be uh, tuning in, if they want to find out more information, whether um, any sort of information and or how to get in touch with you all, where should they go
2: to? Marina dot com is our website, and you can also do dockage reservations right online there. You just click a link and you can make a reservation, and it goes literally goes right to Mike's inbox. So uh, or his staff, So we process those right away, and then on the socials at Palm Beach Marina. So. Follow us. We're on active on social media, and um, yeah, all good. And thank you, Sarah. We so appreciate the time to talk about our Marina. We're really
1: of course. Well, it's so. Exci- I'm definitely. It's ad- I'm adding it to my list. The next time that I'm in South Florida, I have to come by and check it out. I'm also excited to see you guys are going to have such a fun time with your social media as well, too. Because as you know, certainly all the different yachts start coming in more, and just you're just going to have a really fun time with it as well, too. So it's it's exciting to see the journey. Yep. It's
2: a whole, it's a whole new brand, but it certainly respects the history and heritage that we've had to date. And we've just taken it to the, to the future.
1: Love that. Love that. Well, this has been great. Thank you both so much for today's conversation. Um, I'll make sure that we have all the details uh, for your website as well as social media links um, in the show notes. If anybody has been tuning in and you have questions, you can go there, find out more information and uh, get in touch with either Caroline or Mike, uh, depending on what your questions might be. And um, aside from that, this has been so exciting. I'm I can't wait to get out there and uh, we'll make sure that all of you guys are as excited as well too. So as always, thanks everyone for tuning in. And like I always like to say, continue to say yes to travel.